Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Now it's time for three good things. One, two, three. Tell me something good. This week I ended up in our fair city's Italian neighborhood, The Hill, and I heard singing in Italian. My roaming St. Louis stop is the Winter Opera. I got a chance to watch the rehearsal for this season's first show, La Rondine. The singers come from all over the country, and boy, are they talented. I met a couple of them. I am uh, Nicholas Huff. I am a tenor from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Hi there. My name is Lauren Nash Silverstein. I am a soprano from Clifton Park, New York. Opera is one of those art forms that you you can't find that kind of vocalism anywhere else. Classical singing is really, really unique. And there's other great forms of singing, don't get me wrong, but uh, we offer this unique, like, raw thing. And I think that's just so captivating. And I think that the way that we produce sound as opera singers in order to project over an orchestra, I think it really bears the soul. How do you develop into an opera singer? Jesus, you wake up, you know, when you're six years old, and you're like, man, I can sing. (laughs) (laughs) Practice. (laughs) Someone tell my voice teacher I said that. (laughs) A lot of education, a lot of years of training and working hard. Refine yourself and get it really honed in until you can do that thing where you can be heard over an orchestra and it sounds beautiful and easy even though it's really really hard singing yeah words never spoken singing in a foreign language is easy by the way that was lauren and nicholas in the clip i played earlier in case you couldn't tell their characters were arguing they were having a beautiful argument my second good thing two kansas city police officers they performed chest compressions on a one-month-old baby who had stopped breathing Somehow, they were able to revive the child before medics could get there, and they were wearing body cams. Come on. Open that mouth. Come on. She's breathing now. She is breathing. And after a short hospital stay, she's back home and doing fine. Hats off to officers Richard Duchesne and Charles Owens. When it comes to the Christmas season, I'm not a Grinch or a Scrooge. Ah, humbug. Well, maybe a little sometimes on certain issues, but this segment is only good things. One of my favorite parts of the holidays is the Christmas tree. It's the whole process, bundling up to circle the tree lot, needling each specimen. Needling, that's pretty good. Until you find the perfect one. Then while you're searching for an employee to grab it for you, another customer swoops in and claims your tree. It happened to me last year. But you let it go in the spirit of Christmas and find another one that calls out to you. It's the one time of year you get to strap a tree to your car. You bring it home, and now you have a giant green air freshener. And once it's decorated, a lovely beacon of light in the corner. You might even say it glows. But on a whole nother scale, where do they get the Rockefeller Center tree? Well, I dug around, and it depends on the year. Last year's tree came from Maryland. Rockefeller Center's head gardener drives all over the Northeast and Mid-Atlantic looking for the perfect 82 to a 100-foot, 14-ton tree. This week, he found it in Queensbury, New York. He located the owner of the property, Neil Leibowitz, and asked him if he could donate it. If it can bring a smile and awe to a little child or help cheer up somebody who's a little blue, it's all worth it. The tree just got to Rockefeller, and on November 30th, it'll be decorated with 50,000 lights and a star that weighs 900 pounds. But that's not what I love about Christmas trees. 
I like that every single one is unique. And for a month or two, they live with us and become part of the story of that particular holiday season. Even the scrawniest trees can bring joy if they're attended to. Right, Linus? I never thought it was such a bad little tree. It's not bad at all, really. Maybe it just needs a little love. Three good things on this Sunday. really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.